0: Today's term, today's jargon term is distractor. Now, now we're not talking about ADD and being distracted by things. I love in the movie Up!, The the dog who he's talking and he's very conversational and yes, this and then all of a sudden he goes squirrel Uh, and he's distracted, right? That's not the kind. We're not talking about squirrels here for distractors, but this is something that is very important as a teaching tool. So what exactly are we talking about? Let's look at our actual definition first. A distractor is an additional stimulus. I know, doesn't your head start to hurt whenever you hear the word stimulus? An additional stimulus that is presented alongside the target during discriminative training. Discrimination training, excuse me. Distractors may be previously mastered stimuli or unknown stimuli. Oh, there's that word that I hate and loathe and despise. And then you go, What does this have to do with me? Why don't they put this in different English? All right, we're going to do that for you. Your working definition for distractor is an additional item, you know, instead of stimuli, presented alongside the target to test whether the child can still select the correct answer when they have more than one thing to choose from. Okay, I can tell you that I had some help from a BCBA because I would have changed that substantially. Uh, so a distractor, when you're teaching something, when especially when we're using really good ABA and we're doing DTT, which is discriminative uh, right? DTT. I, I, I don't have it this morning. It's not uh, discriminative trial training. Just yes, that's what it is, I think. Uh, but it's a type of teaching, discrete trial training, teaching, where is my head? Can you tell I've been on vacation? DTT, I know what it looks like, but I can't pronounce it. Okay, so we start often teaching something with um, errorless learning. We want to make sure that the individual that we're teaching is going to get it right no matter what in the beginning. So if what I'm trying to teach, our target is whatever it is that we're trying to teach, and if right now what I'm trying to teach is pen, then I would probably find a better pen than this, because this is a very funky, interesting pen that I would use later on but this is a pen nonetheless and so I can start teaching the child pen and I probably would start with a receptive goal to get them to understand that when I say pen what I'm talking about is this later on I would try to do an expressive goal where they're saying pen right and I would do them interchangeably but I might start with saying um, well a lot of times we start with um, I'm reaching for props we start with matching. So if I had two pens that were exactly alike, and I would start uh, with two pens that are exactly alike, I would put the the one pen down, and I would give this pen to the individual, and I would say, put with same, right? And so that they would look and go, these are the same, and i go, yes, it's a pen, right? Um, then I I would start by saying after that I would say touch pen and I might even take the child's hand and have them touch the pen. Does the child know that this is a pen yet? No, they don't and that's the thing about DTT is that uh, when you watch it as a parent, as a teacher, you go well you're not really teaching them anything. Not in that first phase, right? We're just getting them used to and giving them a reward for it. So we say you know touch the pen, oh you touched the pen, it's a pen, right? And I might do that ten times right touch the pen they touch the pen yay and after 10 times they get a huge reward they got the praise in between right so then I'm not prompting anymore and I'm saying touch pen they touch the pen but there's nothing else there but a pen for them to touch right that's why it's errorless learning Um, so eventually I have to put other items into what they call the field uh, or the array to have them um, be able to know, notice what's the difference. So I have a cup here. So I would put the pen and the cup here and I would say, touch pen. So the cup is the distractor. So, and and I can tell you that in the beginning, the child goes and they're gonna touch the cup because maybe the cup is more reinforcing for them. They wanna see what's in the cup, whatever. And um, we don't make a big deal about it, but we would prompt them and say, touch pen and have them put their hand on the pen. Um, Then I would rearrange the order and eventually we get to an array of three, but I would say touch pen. And they touch the pen and we we reward them heavily for having touched the pen. It takes a while before they actually know what a pen is. And of course, there's many more steps to this. um, But the distractor is the thing that is, it's just there to help them see that's not a pen. And we're not addressing that right now. We're just putting it there saying touch pen and they touch the pen and they'll begin to learn what a pen is. It takes patience, but it works.